Hello, and welcome back to Know This Song with me, Kifa Wilkinson. We are on episode 17. Yes, 17. You've actually listened to that many episodes. And I am back with Philly Donahue. Hello, Philip. Hey, Kifa. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Thanks for coming back again. I say this like you have a choice. Most people get a text message from me and they're and I'm like, so you're coming on this week, I. <laughs> so Well, I had to check my very busy schedule, Kiefer, and <laughs> slot you in, but I'm glad I found the time. Yeah, it's been very difficult um to find time between getting into bed and out of bed and um eating and maybe walking around the house. That's my schedule anyway. Don't know about the rest of you. I mind so much some work, play Call of Duty, get shredded at for talking too loudly on Call of Duty and go to bed. You know what? What is, do you know, if there's one thing I hate the pandemic for, it has been this resurgence in our house of Call of Duty. Dylan has literally went and bought a brand new Xbox. And bearing in mind, the office that I work in is right below his bedroom so he comes in like maybe half three four o'clock from work and he is screaming and shouting he's got like him and like all his friends playing screaming and shouting oh fuck this fuck that blah 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 and i'm downstairs on a zoom meeting and i'm the same so i i have it in granya's uh bedroom currently Mm -hmm. and in the morning, I'm going, he's behind you, he's behind you. And then one night, <laughs> Grod, you kicked me in the back and said, I'm fucking behind you. So, <laughs> um, so it was swiftly moved up to the, the, the living room. So I've been oh. banished. But no, it's, it's really, it's a good way to pass the time. You can safely interact with other people without spreading the coronavirus. Or as my uncle Pachu called it yesterday, Covis. <laughs> Covis? I asked him, was it, was it a loaf of bread? <laughs> So today, folks, we have another theme. Bear in mind, I think this might be the last theme because I am sick to death of themes. I think you're all sick to death of themes. Philly's got his head in his hands. <laughs> but um, this week, I thought was appropriate. We're doing rock anthems. So the anthems, the rock songs that maybe are forgotten when we're talking about rock, great, great rock songs or are underappreciated, any of the above. But what what are you worried about? You've had in your hands. What's going on? Uh, after my last appearance, <laughs> and my Bear in the Big Blue House Goodbye song, which I thought was the greatest podcast pick of all time, <laughs> and was very quickly told by your polling public, I's a fuck up fella. Then... You said classic rock anthems. <laughs> I had a lovely song picked for today. And then I thought to myself, people are going to say that's not a rock song. So I had to rethink and rejig my um, approach, let's say. You weren't also happy because obviously for season two, you actually put rules in place. And Philly decided <laughs> he felt very victimized. He was very Regina George victimized about the rules However, to be honest, one of the rules is directly pointed at you because of the precedent you set with Bear in the Big Blue House. However, the other two are definitely aimed at me. (laughs) 
So if anything, we are we are setting standards is what I like to see it as. By failing. Yes. <laughs> we're, improving, we're improving the podcast by our failures. They're not failures. They're just rooms for growth. Oh, God, you have been working too well in your new job. <laughs> 100%. Um, right. I, funnily enough, did not struggle this week. Every week I come out of the podcast and I'm like, I know I picked the theme, but it's I'm struggling. Or I've done the reverse and I've been like, I've deliberately picked this theme because I had a song. Actually, folks, this week I picked my theme and a song came, just came to me very fluid, very naturally, very organically. And I'm very pleased. And I'm telling you right now, if you all don't give me a stalling ovation for the song that I've chosen, that's the end of this podcast. That's I'm 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 standing on that pedestal. I was going to ask, do you like wake up on a Monday morning and be like, oh, I really love this song? Be like, yeah, that's the theme this week. Let her <laughs> suffer because you want to talk about the song that you like, or is so, it? Yeah, it, it's a bit of a mixture. So what tends to happen for if I have never explained this before is as I have a list on my phone of notes where I've kind of collected over time of like, know this songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll fall into them. Sometimes there will be just a song that I'll be like, right, I have to talk about this this week. Recently, what's come to happen is, is that I've had certain songs on this list for a while and I'm desperate to use them. So you're an advantage then because you've got a list that you can just go add. Bucket, like, it's Tuesday, I can't be bothered. I'll just take this one this week. Well, like, of course, you know, I'm the one person on this podcast who has to come up with a damn song Why every have week. Your picks been so bad then. Huh? Why have your picks been so bad then? Away and fuck off. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But I, I, I did struggle because it's hard to know, like, if, if someone says, oh, that's a really good rock song, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I love that song. Where does underrated or underappreciated, where does the line cross? You know, is it one of these ones where you have to say, oh, I know this song, but I've never, well, oh, that's the name of the podcast. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) is it one where you have to be like, oh, I know that song, but I wouldn't really put it on. Yes. So I, I see it as, right, if I say to you rock anthems, straight away what's coming to your head, it's like ACDC, She Shook Me All Night Long, talking probably Foo Fighters, like pretty much, any of the Foo Fighters songs, you're probably thinking, um, why am I drawing blanks here? Uh, you're probably thinking Thin Lizzy, Boys Are Back in Town. You're probably thinking, help me out here. But they're all songs that I love. No, they're great songs. I'm not saying they're bad songs, but I'm just saying. Are they underappreciated by people? No. Because those are the ones that as soon as I say rock anthems, those are the, the ones that come straight to your head. I'm talking about the ones that like, should equally be those songs, but they're not. Okay, yes. Well, yeah, well, typical of me, can't uh, make any proper decision in my life, but uh, uh, I did come with two songs made. Sorry, Grania, if you're listening. Uh, (laughs) That was the best decision I ever made and the only one I took by. (laughs) I did not say some of this from my father. (laughs) He didn't love me either. Um, So... um, Two songs, Kiva. That's okay. Well, look, I'll set the bar as I always do, and we can go from there. 
So my choice is from, you can try and guess it, is from 1982. Okay. Uh, and it's from an English punk rock band. Okay. Why? I'm actually really bad at giving hints. That's what I've decided. Mm. The band, you better not be Googling. I'm not. I'm checking my notes in case we <laughs> You better not have. The, the band, I would say the name of the band is a sound. I know this. What? I had this song. If this is this is mental, if this is right. Is it should I stay or should I go with the clash? No. It is the clash, but it wasn't that song. I, well, thankfully I didn't pick a clash song then either. Um no, so it's it is the clash, and uh can you guess what the song would be then? Um no. You're gonna have to enlighten me. Rock the Casper by uh-huh. The Clash. Okay, I'll allow it. Rock the Casper. Great tune. Rock the Casper. Rock the Casper. Unreal. Is that how old that song is? 1982, baby. Wow. Exactly. The Clash are very good. Very good. I... After I picked the clash, I was like, you know what? There's actual, there's loads of choices, even just with the clash in general. Because I don't think they're one of those rock bands people necessarily go to, although they're probably one of the more influential rock bands. Absolutely. 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 So, and like very I, well covered by cronies yeah. like, like ourselves. We covered some clash, but um, again, it's, uh, it's the, obvious ones that we talk about yeah so like i also love a town called malice yeah it's just great but rock the casper this is that song (laughs) that's literally how i think that song goes in my head have decided you don't know any words to any of the songs we sing just the ones we sing and that's because mark and he holds me down and waterboards me until i learn them Well, Rock the Casper is one of those ones where I've always, like, it's come on and uh, I've always really liked it. But recently, it's, like, on all my recently played lists. I don't know why. I really like it for running, too. I keep saying running as if I've been running recently. I haven't. (laughs) But when I was, it's there. So this song didn't actually do very well. Well... Let me let me put that around differently. They're an English band that didn't do so well in England. England, yeah. So this song was number thirty in the UK charts. It never got higher than that. No, no, number thirty, yeah, which is mad. Yeah. Number ten in the Republic of Ireland, and hit its peak in the US at number eight, which is okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's a big. It's a bigger achievement to get eight in the US than it is number well, thirty in the UK. Yeah, or ten in the Republic. <laughs> song called Galway. Galway was number one for about thirty weeks. <laughs> no, this song is great. It's really, 
I think it's quite good too because it's not like it's not super hard rock or anything. It's quite like because they're probably like pop punk rock. Sorry, it is a little kind of poppy in a sense. Like it's very like dance kind of tune. Interestingly enough, the song is called "Rock the Casper," but I looked up the lyrics today, and in the chorus, he's actually saying "rocking the Casper." Oh, which I. Never could hear until after I read the lyrics, and you can hear it. But the song, the sheriff don't like it. No, the sharif. Oh. So this is the so the song is really strange actually, and I didn't realize it until I started doing all this prep. So to kind of give you a little quick history of the thing, the song musically, so all the background like actual beat and rhythm and stuff was all written by the drummer Topper Heaton there's a lot of interesting facts interestingly Topper although he wrote kind of the music of it he isn't in the music video and he was actually kicked out of the band in 1982 because he had a really bad heroin addiction oh I thought it was going to be for a cool reason no no um they said he had a heroin a really bad heroin addiction and it was affecting his drumming and his professionalism so they kicked him out. So even though he's written the song and it was on their album, I think it's Combat Rock, he didn't actually go on to perform the song when it was released. Oh. And he isn't in the music video. Um, it's his replacement. So he wrote the music. He did have lyrics to it. So normally the Clash lyrics were written by Joe Strummer and Mick Jones. Now bearing in mind, folks, I've just looked this up. This is not knowledge I knew. So they had written that they normally write the song. So this was why this song is slightly strange. He had lyrics. So Topper had lyrics to this, right? He handed them to Joe Strummer. They all like loved the actual sound. But the lyrics were described as soppy song about missing his girlfriend. And the band's manager remembers that Joe Strummer took the lyrics, read them, crunched it up in a ball, threw it over his head and goes, hi, interesting. <laughs> Is that not every song ever? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, but, so the lyrics that were originally written are not the lyrics of this song. So the lyrics of the song are all about some Arab king trying to stop the, his population from listening to kind of this rock music. So oh. he's like trying to tell his pilots to uh, bomb the, the, you know, the band that's playing the music. But instead the pilots turn and they play the song on speakers. And that's what Rock the Casper is because it's the population are dancing or rocking out to, to the music. So the song is littered with like words, like kind of Middle Eastern, you know, words. So it's actually... The Sharif didn't like it. Rock the Casper. Oh, I always sang, the Sheriff don't like it. <laughs> and then I thought it was Casper. Rock the Casper. No, I also find out that a Casper is some type of like building in the Middle East. So there you go, folks. The more you know. So what else? Interestingly too, so the first line of the song is the king told the boogeyman. The king told the boogeyman. You have to let that ragger drop. So that came from their band manager was getting at them for how their songs were too long. And a raga 
say so much so much information a raga is an is an indian piece of traditional music that is known for being very lengthy and complex so he was given off that he was like you know when are we going to stop making the raga hits ah so the first line is them being like we're being told to stop making such long things oh, so, it, lads. yeah so it's actually there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on as well as it being a really interesting song the m the music video is nuts we could have a whole episode on the music video by itself but the whole thing is meant to be like breaking taboos so you have a muslim man and an orthodox jew running around drinking alcohol and eating hamburgers while the band plays in front of an oil pump in texas very strange. Oh, I can imagine how that would have said everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone. So that's a, it's that's a point of punk rock in a way, isn't it? To stick it to Le Man. Well, I think it was indeed. However, again, interestingly, someone take count how many times I've said the word interesting. Joe Strummer was actually really angry and upset because. I think a lot of this, there's a lot of politics behind this song, the lyrics of this song too. But during the Gulf War, Joe Strummer found out that American soldiers had written Rock the Casbah on bombs that they set off in Iraq and Iran. So I think it's, it's interesting because there's also that kind of twisting of what the song means, like that kind of very dark twist that's happened. But anyway, it's a great song and everyone should know about it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. That's a fantastic pick. I really do have to give you credit on that one because if I said Clash straight away, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went to that one. So no, that's a that's a great pick. It's great my fave. No, it's a really it's, good. I feel like it's a really. I know I've said this already, but it's a really dancey track from them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of want to. Jive is not the right word. But I kind of want to like twist. Yes, it's a bop. It's a bop. It's well, a it's a solid. Songs are more kind of. Yeah, the sherry don't like it. Rock the casbah, And now I'm always going to try and say Sharif because that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying before, and I even know. listening back to the song. And looking at the lyrics, I was like, what was I saying? What did I think that was? Because that's definitely not what I thought it was. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, now I'm panicking even more. Well, of course, it's, you know, great choice. Right. Gonna... So tell us, you have two songs. Yes. One you're not using, but you wanted to mention it. So let's mention that one now. Okay. Because uh, I thought, it, like, but you can't, I could have went with it now because you went with The Clash. Mm-hmm. But uh, the song that I was going to do was by a Canadian band mm-hmm. called Crash Test Dummies. The song is mm, mm, mm. and the guy sings it really low. It's like, once there was this kid who got into an accident. You know this song? You do know this song? I Listen. really do. Right, do you know what? I'm like, I'll look right now. Interesting choice. Please listen to this song after. It's fantastic and you will love it. And the gay sings are really low. But the one I ended up sticking with, um, which I really hope you know now, is um, by a... Let's see, where's my notes? By a British glam rock band 
Um, and it's not the darkness. Is it the kiss? Is it kiss? <laughs> no, it's not kiss. Um, so this kind of group rose to semi fame in the 1970s. Yellow. No, but basically, um, they were originally called Sweet Shop. Okay. And then changed their name to The Sweet. Okay. And the song is called Ballroom Blitz. Oh, oh, I do know the song. And the Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me go and listen to it just to be safe. And there's an incredible story behind this song, and that's why I picked it. Um, Hey notes. Ballroom blitz. Ballroom blitz. Ballroom blitz. Fantastic tune. Um, a great choice a great choice okay you go you ebb and you flow honestly everyone for listening to the podcast I've been Philip Donahue (laughs) (laughs) that is you're now two for one (sighs) two one okay I'll allow it because uh, no this song uh, the reason it sticks out in my mind is because I had um Toyed with a song to cover it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then we tried doing it. <laughs> and I just couldn't reach the high notes. Um, <laughs> uh, this song uh, was released in 1973. Um, and the history behind the song is quite interesting too. Um, Can I yeah. ask a quick question? Yes. Is this in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, it's not. Um, but it isn't a film. In fact, there's in a number of films. I will get to that. But it was actually made very famous by um, a lady in the film Wayne's World. The oh, Wayne's World. my fave. And it's the song that Wayne's girlfriend uh, sings at the end of the show whenever he's driving over to yes. the, the film director and stuff. Um, so it was in Wayne's World. It was yeah. a film called Bordello of Blood. Oh, it was in Daddy Daycare. <laughs> I know where it's at in Daddy Daycare. Yes, 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 yes. I know where it's on the BBC television series Life on Mars, apparently. Mm. Which I didn't know. It uh, is It is that song that... See, I think this is a good song because... Yeah, this is a really good song because it's one of those songs that people will have definitely have heard because it's played on movies and tv shows and stuff all the time but it's not your go-to like thought but if you hear it you're like oh that's always such a good song i just never knew what it was yeah and it's it's also um you know one of those songs that's like the music of it is very lowly played in like certain tv adverts um i think i think it's like maybe like british gas or some like o2 network or something Ah. um it in one of their apps to our advertisements as well, but not the actual song, just the kind of backing music. So the reason I like this song uh, for, I suppose, again, going back to what you said, is there's um, not necessarily just the video, but there's a, there's a live version of it on like YouTube where they're like doing like a top of the pops kind of thing. 
and obviously they're glam rock and they're all kind of with their long hair and sparkly outfits. <laughs> but one of the guitarists like goes super glam rock and literally dresses up as someone's granny <laughs> and is just playing the guitar with like, you know, like a moth-eaten hat. <laughs> and he's been all sultry down the microphone and stuff. And it's um in something that I'd love to give a go sometime. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, no, it was really good. Um, so th- the reason the song is cool is because um, it was written because they were doing a show in like the late or early 1970s in Scotland. And given that they've got a glam rock image, uh, some of the crowd didn't like them. So they started throwing bottles at them until oh. they left the stage. Um, and they were playing in like some uh, grand ballroom in, in Kilmarnock in Scotland. And then that's where the Ballroom Blitz uh, title comes from. And it's basically about how they provoked a crowd <laughs> to throw them off. <laughs> there have been many covers of it as well um i was thinking there must be a lot of covers to this too because i feel like i've heard a few of them potentially so the blade from wayne's world is called tia carrera i think okay. and the band called out of order done it um and then i think also like a rage against machine or something done a real weird cover of it i can't find that anywhere though so don't quote me on that one <laughs> um, yeah that's my song how it charted I had in front of me also I did come prepare this one I, was, oh. <laughs> I wasn't just throwing bear in the big blue house out this time <laughs> so uh, its best chart position was Canada and West Germany at the time and mm-hmm. it was number one there um, and then it was a second in Australia and Belgium um, third in South Africa which I thought was quite significant given that they were a glam rock band in South Africa and then um, it got the number two in the UK and number five in the US Billboard Hot 100. So it did really well, actually. It did really well for a song that has been, uh, in my opinion, majorly forgotten. It's also, um, you just got to see these guys, Kiva. <laughs> see, I think this is the thing. You would know the song by its title. If you told me, sweet, I have no idea who you were talking about. Exactly. Um and like they were like they did they did they did like quite well as a band. Um yeah. you know, uh they had a like they, they started in nineteen sixty-eight. Um and the first like their first hit in nineteen seventy-one done significantly well and then they kind of progressed their music style from seventies through into the like the glam rock kind of image. But it was really a kind of like like they, they 13 top twenty hits. In the, in the 1970s but to be fair if anyone asked me about sweet the only song i could name was ballroom let's so i did listen to a few of our songs and they're quite good yeah no i wouldn't i have never heard of them i'm looking at pictures here of them now and i am living for these outfits I also love- this one where your fella's zip is literally at his crotch of course it is provocative kifa and it gets no people going no honestly um they are like they epitomize glam rock for me and in a way of how they dress. And they're kind of like if, if people haven't heard them and aren't going to bother Googling them, they're like kiss without the face paint, basically. Yeah, very much so. Um, or like poor man's boy. Mm, that's actually a very good shout. I'm also incredibly distracted, not to take away from Philly's song because it is a wonderful choice, <laughs> is the image of you behind you so like i'm looking at philly right now drinking a beer lying on a bed with a photo a framed photo of him on the wall behind him so every time he talks there's like another philly over your shoulder it's really it's really quite unsettling That's yeah. four stone later and had hair 
No, I kind of love somebody's uncle. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know. know what that means either. No, this is, it's a fabulous choice. It's exactly what I wanted to I'm hear. I'm so pleased. I'm pleased. I'm really, but I'm really I worried. I'm at the minute because I'm afraid that he's judging me. So hopefully this will bring things back around. <laughs> I think we've hit the brief. I know I set the brief, but I feel like we hit the brief. So, round of applause. It's an emotional time. Look, I'm going to go and look up rock anthems right now, okay? And I will tell you, every single one of them, whilst being good, will have been overplayed to the to the nth degree. You want to just Here's- say my Spotify playlist, because they're all overplayed rock anthems. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't looked at this. Okay. And but they're really not new this song, so I'm glad I I'm glad I went with my choice. My choice was fantastic. But other ones that could have been however oh, no, they're not really are the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. But come on, it's so popular. I know this is why, but these are like rock anthems. And also, I thought about this other one solely because there's a very funny story behind it for me, which is Hotel California by Eagles. Love this song. So, this song. again, though, it's not a know this song. Both of them aren't not, you know, really aren't know this songs because they're too popular. But Hotel California, I thought about it and I was like, oh, God, it is a really good rock anthem. More so because I used to love it, but I don't know the words to it. Still don't know the words to it. And when I was leaving school, I... You sing it and you don't know the damn words. Desert Highway. <laughs> in my hair. Well, you know more than me because we, my it. leavers do for school. I mind leaving torments really early because we were going to a house party. So we were like getting into a taxi, but there was like a big taxi full of loads of us. And whoever was getting the taxi with us had left their guitar in it. I don't know how they arranged this, but they had left their guitar in it so that they could go out and come back and get their guitar later. So here I am sitting with a couple of fellas that I went to school with and waiting for the rest to come. And we're in the taxi. And of course, we pull out the guitar. And the only song that comes to my head is Hotel California. And I just keep singing. Welcome to the Hotel California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely face. And I just keep singing that over and over and over again. So that's another song to have on your radar. Yeah, I also looked at um, Quick Mansions, Addicted to Love by Robert, Robert Palmer. Oh. Might as well face it, you're addicted to love. And uh, Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand because it's an absolute tune. Oh. That's a great shout, but it is it's it's a little bit like on the, popular again. So uh, yeah, yeah, it that's a great choice. So I'm trying to look at what other ones there is. I so did, I did think, and this was the only one that I did think once I was kind of waiting. I was waiting for Philly to come on, and I was having a brief look. The only other one that I was thinking of that genuinely I was really close to doing was Bruce Springsteen. Baby, we were born to run. I was a fantastic song. <laughs> 
But again, it verges on because it verges, but it's not so much because it's not kind of the go to one for Bruce. No, but Springsteen's got like a, a following of like people our age. Well, I'll say our age, like my age and slightly younger, aka your age, Thanks. who like, absolutely adore him. Like, there's a few boys from home, like who've been to see Bruce Springsteen. Like, Dudley's been to see Bruce Springsteen like three times. Mark O'Neill has seen him twice, I think, as well. Springsteen is another one virgin on. Yeah, very virgin. So I think we've done very well. But those are just some other ones that we were thinking about. Um, and so by Weezer has to get mentioned as well because... Um, see, again. I always think of, which is why, again, they're not popular, but the but... There's like Buddy Holly. And you're Mary Tyler Moore. Keep going. It's fantastic. That's the only part of that song I know. Um, Radiohead Creep had a mention as no, well. No, I hate, hate, hate this song. And I hate that it's one of those songs that is always brought up as a rock anthem because I just think it's so meh. What about Electric Six? Would they have counted as a rock band? Yes, depending on what you're choosing. A, obviously, the best song they ever wrote. Gay Bar? No, the other one. What is the other one? Kifa. I know I can see the music video in my head. I just can't think of the song. Why don't you know why we keep starting fires? Oh, desire. I, um, do you know why? Do you know what's in my head? The music video, you know, when they're on, are they on a horse? All the and her boobs are lighting up and his like crotch is lighting up. It's just, you know, it's a form of PTSD for me. I think. You know, the old like lights you used to get, like Poundland, that were like circles. And you like pressed it once. And yes! That's like what I always imagined they were using on it. <laughs> Must have been. They're so uncomfortable. Oh, the whole uh, thing turns me. I know. So um, this was a good week for me because I I don't really listen to, um, I'm not being a, I'm not being um, one of those. Mr. Wang. But I just, I, I can't, I don't listen to you. I don't listen to the radio. I just listen to my phone on the road to work at home. And it's mostly songs that I've, would like to sing or um, can't sing. So that's why they're mostly rock songs as opposed yeah. to modern songs. So I'm glad you, you picked me into this week. A very, very good choice. I try, I try really hard to fit my themes and my songs around the people coming on. Like, I'm annoyed I, I wasn't, I'm, I'm annoyed I wasn't invited for Club Banger Week because that's right up my avenue. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were distinctly missed for that one. I hadn't been in, haven't been. I was saying to um, a few ones yesterday, like I can officially now blame lockdown for never going back to a nightclub ever again because I've reached that age now. But like it, it came at a very good time because nightclubs were becoming very increasingly painful for me to even think about going to. So when we did Club Classics, like it was such a good episode, and all the songs, the throwback songs, are unbelievable on it like they're so good and they like they are class and i still do like listening to them however nightclubs i'm so past like i love dancing and i love going out and dancing but i just the nightclubs are terrible noisy and like um what they've started doing now is like they've remixed every song ever now so they're remixing remixes uh, and it's just getting a bit like Ground and I fell out yesterday because uh, I turned the radio off when the Sea Shanty remix. Thing oh, no. <laughs> like, I get sea sickness from listening to it. Oh, well played. That That's clever. Thank you. Um, no, it's rotten. It's a rotten song. 
The originals are cool. Mm-hmm. It's listenable. I appreciate those harmonies. Okay. <laughs> well, no, do you know, there's another song in my head and I'm trying to figure it out here. But, and it's the music video that stuck in my head because I remember me and Dylan watching it when we were younger. Oh my God, yes. Because this is my United States of whatever. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is my United States of whatever. <laughs> oh, what did you call that? Or what do you call the guy who sings it? <laughs> I just remember he had like a really long scarf on in the music video. And like, yeah. one of the choruses in it is like, he's like, so I was talking to this girl and I was all like, oh. <laughs> Is it Liam Lynch? <gasps> Is it Liam Lynch? I'm Googling. I'm go- whatever. I went down to the beach and I saw this geeky. Like, like, oh my god! I wish I had remembered this song before they burst through the door. <laughs> So good, and the music video is so good. Oh, I wish I could add this because this is such a shame. Is he dancing around like a really old style stereo at one stage in the video? It's funny you say that because the picture is there's an old old school stereo in it. Album cover. I'm not sure. Look at those red trousers. Yeah, but I remember the music video for like it's he's just got this really long scarf and it's like wrapped around his neck, but it goes down to like his feet. And he's just jumping around. I thought the room was black, but he could be like, there could be like a, a stereo in it. But I just vividly remember it because Dylan used to be obsessed with it and he used to never turn it off. If it came on the music channel, he would always have it going. But that's, oh, that's a shout of a song. Go me for remembering. That's a good tune. Um, no, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, Kifa. You know, my... Uh... I'll sleep easy tonight knowing that my redemption for the goodbye song from Burn the Big Blue House has slowly but surely dwindled away. And... Yeah. You only have yourself to blame because you came here still with one of, I think, the best shouts ever, which was Shakespeare's sister. Shakespeare's sister. And then you you just you just disappointed us. You have you've you've redeemed yourself today. So I must can I read my last like Obviously, I know Sarah fairly like a long time through you, but to say me and her were would be in correspondence a lot would be unfair. So the last thing Sarah said to me was, "When you done the poll on the Bear in the Big Blue House song, mm-hmm. she messaged me and said, I said, or she 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 reacted and I said, I like that song, and her reply was, Don't tell Kifa." <laughs> But so do I. <laughs> I think she did tell me. And I was like, that, see, that doesn't surprise me. That's why what I said to you on that episode, that I know there's going to be people out there that will love this choice. It was her that I knew. I just knew she would love that. But I have redeemed myself. Uh, definitely. Thank you very much. I am so pleased. And um, I have to say, I, I love your choice of The Clash. I know. I'm, I'm I'm a very people don't realize I'm a very well-rounded person when it comes I sound like such a dick I just like music okay I have a very wide-ranging music there's a lot of songs I don't like as gets pointed out a lot the point is there are two very good choices 
for rock anthems you need to add to your playlists immediately. So, with that being said, yes. Before we leave, okay. Let us talk about what we're listening to at the moment. Okay. So for moi, what am I listening to at the minute? So I have three songs um, that I am currently playing on repeat, um, and that is Jade Bird. It has got new music out, and I am a big fan of Jade Bird. If you have not listened to her before, please go immediately. She's got a new one at the minute called Open Up the Heavens, and it is fabulous. I was a bit worried because she had released another song earlier this year, and I did not like it, not one bit. And I was like, oh, her new album's not going to be very good. I don't like this song. But speaking of redemption, redemption is the word of this podcast, and she has redeemed herself with Open Up the Heavens. Another... I'm giving you three songs that are completely different genres, so bear with me. The next one is Jealous by Mahalia featuring Rico Nasty. And it is just R&B beauty of a song. Bad Bitch Vibes, we are here for. Slay. I don't know if that's the right word to say at this moment, but I'm kind of going with it and hoping that it is. You're trying, and that's what matters. <laughs> and then the last one. So, as I've said before, lockdown is getting to me, and all my kind of go-to things to do to improve my mood have not been working. And the other day, this song came on, and I burst into a full dance, like busted out full dance on here in my room was so out of breath after it was done to this song. And now every time this song comes on, my mood just lightens massively. And that is Morning by Karen Harding featuring Shift Key, or maybe it's the reverse. I don't know, but it's a bop. I don't even care if there's no morning. So what are you listening to at the minute? Well, as... I tentatively already touched upon, I don't really listen. And this, please don't people judge me for like, oh, he doesn't listen to radio, he's a dick. I just, I just don't listen. I listen to radio, it's talk sport about football. And you don't want, this isn't a sport podcast, so I'm not going to tell you the last three things I talk, talk sport. So the last three songs that I've listened to in Spotify is what I can give you, Keeper. Go on. Okay. Number one is Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Shana- <laughs> Diana Ross. My Endless Love. Um, uh, it's uh, it's great, great song. Equally, as good, equally as good film. If you haven't watched Endless Love, the film, I have not. Plot twist. It's a very sad ending. Oh no, I'm not watching them. Bring tissues. And then a uh, <laughs> song number two, completely changing genres, is Gangsters Paradise. <gasps> Love uh, this song. Julio. Um, Spend our lives living in a gangster paradise. my life living in a gangster paradise. Um, oh. And then American Boy by Estelle. Oh, no, I love this song. Um, this is actually dying as one of my know these songs. I'm not even gonna lie, it's on my list. One of the, the gays who I play Call of Duty with. Um, when we're playing it, Ranami just says to me, hey, sister. And then it starts me off going, it's really, really nice to meet you. I just met this five foot seven guy. Um, 
so I, I absolutely adore that song. Um, I feel like it's one of those one of those first songs where you know every word to it, including the rap, and then automatically I think I'm cool because I know every word to that rap, um, which is probably the complete opposite. But it doesn't stop me doing it every single time and thinking <laughs> I am a rapper because of it. I don't think you do another rap to that song. Oh, honey, trust and believe. I know the words to that song. But you're smart. Enough. It's another one champion sound. Yeah, it's still we're about to get down. Get down get with the hottest in the world right now. Just notch down in London town. Yeah, just give me a pan. Better put it in my hand right now. Tell the promoter we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip. I wanna go. Okay. Um, so that again, um they're the last three songs that I've been listening to. What I do love is um me and Bobby McGee by uh, Chris Christopherson. So listen to that one, guys, as well. That's my favourite song at the moment. Do you know the only reason I know Chris Christopherson is because I recently finally watched Blade and I looked up who's in it and it was Chris Christopherson and I was like, what a name. <laughs> I don't even know he did music. <laughs> Why is Chris Christopherson in Blade? I've never... <laughs> He's one of the main characters. Well, I know he is, but I never understood who he was like cast in a film of its slain vampires and thought let's get American country singer Chris Gustafson on board well this is why I, I was like I just remember saying his name called the titles and being like imagine calling your kid Chris Chris Christopherson again that's like someone calling their child Cormac McCormick and he also spells Chris with a K yes with like Chris Chris yeah <laughs> it's so ridiculous it was so deliberate and then I was like thinking I must look him up I don't know why and I said he was a music and I was like, I have not looked up the same Chris, but no, I had. Uh, he's got delicious long grey hair, and uh, he likes to vampires on the side. He's a beautiful man. Can't believe I, I openly told the world that I'm listening to Stale, but uh, that's a great. Why? Thing. Why are you ashamed? There's no need to be ashamed. That's a great song of excellence, folks. As always, you've got two wonderful songs by two wonderful individuals, and those songs are going to be on the Know This Song, the playlist, which you can get on Spotify. Philly, your song's going up the playlist. Thanks very much to Philly for being here, as always. Really, really appreciate it. Follow the Instagram, folks, at Know This Song. That's N-O. You know, follow, rate, comment, like, subscribe. Wherever you listen to this damn podcast, do a gal a favor. Also, tell everyone, you know what? We're giving you excellent content, excellent songs. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, 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 goodbye.